Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You got you have to introduce the Deldo himself. You came up with I've had so many nicknames from this podcast. <laughs> Codename Sucky. I got that right now on. Codename Sucky. <laughs> right away, you're like, I don't know, man. Sorry, it just came out. Like, that's all I could think of. I didn't need it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, we can, we can find you better than that. <laughs> Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the host say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professional. They're about to make that very clear. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Walking Blind Podcast. I'm Mike. That is also Mike. This is uh, episode 65, and Ooh. we have a very, very special guest 66, today. big dog. Try again. Episode 66. <laughs> Can we just say it? 66? 66, right? I could have sworn I listened to 65 on the way here. Like I said, episode 66. Yeah. And we have a very exciting guest today. You know him from Codename Rocky, but you also might know him by his other nickname, the Deldo. (laughs) Our boy, Justin Pecan. Coming out of the gates with the Deldo. Hey, sometimes you got to get hit with a Deldo, you know? <clears throat> I'm just, I'm happy I came up with a derogatory term, term for uh, Del Taco <laughs> That's lovers. Okay. He was so proud of that nickname. I was so, like, dude, I was on fire that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be proud of that. Yeah. I'm also proud of this, though. Ooh. <laughs> okay. 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 Is that official Del merch? Official Del merch. That's, dude. I'll, give, I'll give him this. That's hard. That's hard. I, I respect that you had, you kept that hit until right now. Yeah, right. Damn right. I was like, you had the coat up the whole time. I um, bought it. I told my wife, I was like, there, Mike's already talked to me about being on the podcast. So at some point I'm going to be on and I'm wearing that shirt. So this is the first time I've worn it and I've had it covered up. I even went to the Stater Brothers down the street to change. Because I didn't want to do it Nice. Well, well oh, done. Man. Well played. All right, well, let's go ahead and bring this up and cover yeah. that shirt up right here. <laughs> Dude, that, yeah, that's, you know what, um, 
there is a Piernoy shirt that I, you know, didn't want to bring up in our war, but there's a there's a Piernoy shirt that I earned that own that's just the Del Taco logo, but it just says Piernoy's. Yeah, and I was like, fuck, I can't wear this right now because we're in the middle of a heated battle. I know. Do we, I thought it's like Bloods and Crips. I thought his Del Taco. I thought they had a Taco Bell one. No, they have both. They both. There's okay. a Taco Bell one which says like has the van and the Taco Bell sign. It says Tour Fuel. And then there's the one that just says pure noise, but it's the Del Taco logo like yeah. with the sun and everything. The red and green. Yeah. Playing both sides. Yeah. like that. Yeah, you know. It's a, it's a business. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Dang. Well, dude, we guys finally got you on. Man. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. We, we've been talking so, about having you on since like day one. Yeah. yeah pretty right. much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good just not. <laughs> and we'll, we'll get, you guys will be the, we'll have the first uh, couple. couple oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll get, get Andrea on. Yeah. yeah. She's a, avid avid fan dude yeah we're so we're so stoked every time she she's one of the few that like fires back with like oh actually this like starts responding to you like yes fuck yeah yeah she loves it actually like i knew you guys were doing it like in the beginning and i was like oh i think i'm gonna start listening to the mike's podcast she's like oh it's like episode six i've listened to all of them (laughs) maybe just catch me up and i'll start in seven Thank you, Drew. And she's <laughs> she's been on the list too, like since the very beginning. She's like, she was like, oh, you know, I think it'd be cool to have a female perspective. And we're like, absolutely, yeah, thousand yeah. percent. Whenever Please. you want to come in, <laughs> we're still waiting. But you know, <laughs> she's she's busy. Three kids, three girls, three girls. That's where I get to kind of back out a little. bit. Yeah, all the dance stuff isn't. So 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 what's the uh, what's the household like being completely outnumbered? Uh you know what? It's fun. Is it? It's uh, <laughs> I am outnumbered, but I'm the most love guy and freaking Corona, man. I got three little girls that love me and look up to me. And, uh, I just try to be yeah. like the best Hell yeah. version of myself or a man, you know, for them. <laughs> but, uh, it gets hard sometimes, especially when I, I'm, I'm out of it. Right. I go to work all day and yeah. Andrea's at home with them. And, you know, sometimes I come home and like, I'm all like stoked to see everybody. And they're all just like pissed off at each other. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, all right. Well, see you guys walk into the middle of a war. Just yeah. like, all right. Uh, yep. Yeah. The teenage years are going to be fun. So we'll see how that goes. And how, how old are the three? 11, nine and seven. Okay. So a few more years. I might be sleeping on this couch. Yeah. Hey, anytime you need it, man. Anytime you need it. Let me know. Every, every now and then I, I have to drop your name. But my needs to get worked out. I'm like, why am I? Justin has, Justin has three girls. Just remember that. Yeah, and he's still with us. <laughs> he's still here. He's still, he's still here. here, fighting, fighting. Uh, Ileana, my oldest, she's a big, she's a big Mike Perez fan because they have the same birthday. Oh, so, nice. Somebody, Birth, somebody time. famous has her her birthday. Wow, <laughs> that's cool. I'm like, well, I know Mike does, but who who else has? <laughs> yeah, I think the cool thing was uh, actually last time I saw Conan Rocky play because I. I wasn't able to make the um, the barbershop show oh. was um, the show with Voodoo. Oh, yeah. And seeing the whole family there, I was like, fuck, this is sick. You know, yeah. like, everybody just kind of run around. Yeah, my <laughs> girls are into it, especially Ileana. She's gotten really, like, we took her to Punk in the Park this year yeah. for uh, the Saturday. And, like, she can name everybody in no effects. That's, That's sick. You know, and you've done a good job, sir. Yeah. And she, she stole my Descendants zip up from me and i was like name three descendant songs and you can have it yeah and boom 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 and i was like all right it's yours yeah, it's yours now <laughs> sick Dude, that's sick yeah that's so cool so she's been getting really into it the younger two are still 
kind of on the fence about it. They they like to see me play. And yeah, kinda... we're here to see Dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then it's you know JoJo Siwa or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's staying, rad though. Same with Punk in the Park. Can you can you tell your story about Punk in the Park? Oh yeah, <laughs> my my scar. Mm-hmm. Um, the scar on my lip right here from Punk in the Park. I had we were during the Vandal set, and I had Ileana on my shoulders. Some guy was pushing his way out and he like palmed me in the chest and like pushed me and I went back and I almost fell. Yeah. And, you know, said a couple things and I was like, Hey, I got a kid on my shoulders, man. And mm-hmm. everyone around me was yelling at him like, Hey, he's got a kid, like watch what you're doing. And he just kept mouthing off. And I turned away from him. We're watching the, the Vandals play and I hear something else. And I stupidly, I turned and he just cold clocked me with my 11 year old on my shoulders and I'm falling backwards and I hear Andrea say, I've got her. Yeah. And so at this point I'm like, oh, this shit's like, okay. going, you know, <laughs> I turn, he was gone. And everyone around Whoa. was so focused on Ileana that no one knew what happened to him. He was just gone. What the fuck? And so I was, I didn't realize like I was, I was bleeding a cut, anything. And so, uh, Ileana's freaking out and I'm like, we're cool. We're cool. Like just got a little bit of blood. We'll go rinse it out. And I get a drink of water and I go to rinse out my mouth and it starts squirting <laughs> out my lip. Was it your tooth or was it, was he wearing like a ring or something? That's, I have no idea. Yeah. And my, my teeth were fine. I went to the medical tent. They stitched me up and glued me right there. But uh, I have no idea if he had something on his finger or my, my teeth were fine. I, I even went to the dentist and yeah. it was good. I would, I would have to assume it had to have been like a ring or, or yeah, he was wearing yeah. something that hit you because for it to like bust open like that All like that's that's aggressive it's it could have been a combination to ring tooth yeah yeah but and just like a thin area but yeah i mean i was just, by the time they went to stitch me up the doctor was like oh, i don't have to clean it because you've been squirting water <laughs> out for so long like there's no blood left in there <laughs> I was like, All right, cool so i got two stitches on the inside and then uh yeah i think two stitches and then glue on the outside yeah all at punk well, in the park uh, though we went back and we watched face to face and bad religion just oh, go yeah, back yeah, with a punk. fucking swollen ass face like, yep. yeah yeah i didn't really get swollen the next day yeah but it was nasty fuck I just, that's so gnarly i've heard yeah. thing about that whole story is when she saw quickly and was like i got her yeah <laughs> <laughs> and how how did she do afterwards how'd your daughter do afterwards she was i left it up to her like yeah. you want to stay do you want to go what do you want to do and she's like you're okay and i'm like yeah i'm fine she's like yeah, she's like, let's stay. I'm like, all right, cool. And then at some point, like during Bad Religion, they were the last band. It just got super cold. And she's yeah. like, ah, let's go. Like, all right, cool. Whatever. I've seen them a million times. But yeah, I know it was fun. And they stitched you up. They did everything right there. I'm all trying to act tough, you know, while they're doing the shot to numb you. Yeah. Because I'm like, my wife and my daughter's watching. Right. <laughs> so they, they do the shot. And I'm like, oh, man, that hurt. And I look over and they're talking to like, these freaking Orange County sheriffs, like these two dudes, pay zero attention to me. Freaking talking to these cops, and Ileana wants to be a, a stand-up comedian, so she's over there telling jokes to the cops. Dude, that's <laughs> sick. <laughs> that's so rad. Like, I'm being so brave over here. Yeah. No one's here to see it. No one cares. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was my pug in the park story. That's fucking rad. Yeah. That's good times yeah i'd rather <laughs> go yeah. punch but it happens so. well thanks for everybody for tuning in that's probably the most interesting thing we're gonna say today <laughs> oh, well oh before we go any further we should do our mental health check because we yeah. will forget <laughs> especially when we have guests we always forget yeah we always there. forget because we get hype uh our uh our mental health check is basically where we check in 
weekly to see where we're at mentally. Uh, you know, if we're doing well, what are we doing? What kind of coping mechanisms are helping us? And then if uh, if we're not, we're in a funk. You know, what are we neglecting to do, or or what is going on in our life that we're in a funk? So, who's going first? Let's have Justin go first. Oh, I guess. All right. Yeah, guess of honor. Uh, I'm doing great. Um, I actually, the way I'm gonna start this out, you think I wouldn't be doing that? I got demoted at work a couple weeks ago, or a couple months ago. Excuse me, like end of January, middle of January, and I was super bummed and. Uh, I, I started going to the, the sh- my new shop and stuff like that, which is why I came from San Juan Capuchona. Yeah. And, uh, dude, but I love it. Like, I am so much happier. I'm so much less stress. I went from overseeing six facilities to just my own. Yeah. I have to worry about myself um, and, like, my t- specific team. And I've done this for a decade. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, like, it's not that big of a deal, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um I'm working, I'm killing it and uh, having a good time. And you know, I'm so happy and I just feel like I'm happier at home now. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. My schedule sucks and the drive sucks. But at the end of the day, like mentally I'm, I'm way more, uh, way more happy. Good. That's, that's that. cool, man. And is that just because it's less stress or like less, uh, less travel maybe or. Yeah. I, I think it's more just like, I know I've got this. I've done this for so long where the other job I did for the last three years and I never really felt like I was succeeding at it. Especially I got promoted in January of 2020 and then the world shut down two months later. Yeah, dude, that's it. And it was just like, I don't even know how to do my job, (laughs) you know? So, um, yeah, I just never felt like it was mine. Mm. You know, I never felt like I was successful at it and doing this like two months in, I'm killing it and love the people I work with and all that stuff. So like, Man, it's awesome. Yeah. So now I'm doing great and kids are doing good and the wife's doing good. So I was like, man, it's been, it's been real good at the pecan house. Good, man. That's recently. Cool, man. Yeah. It's, it's very rare that somebody goes, yeah, I got demoted. But things are fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? right? like, so, and then when that first happened, what, what was that? Was that like, was it something that you knew was coming? Like, did they kind of give you a heads up? Like, Hey, or was it just out of nowhere? Like, all right, dude. It, it was, it was out of nowhere, but it was like on Tuesday I got from my boss, like, Hey, meet me and my boss, like his boss yeah. on Friday. And like, that doesn't happen. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, I don't think I'm going up. Like yeah. I haven't done anything to deserve like more. <laughs> so something's going to go down. And I went straight from the meeting. Andrea was at her, her mom's house with her. And uh, I went straight over there and uh, dude, she was awesome. She's like, you're good. Like we're good. You know, you don't, you don't need that to be my husband or, you know, a good dad. You know what I mean? Like, and she really, dude, she is my, my rock, dude. You know, like she talks me off the ledge. She, you know, she's like, we got this. Don't even worry about it. And then, so I went home and was like, felt sorry for myself for the rest of the day. Like while everyone's gone, I'm by myself. And then the girls came home and I was like, you know what? She's right. dude. Like. Yeah. They don't see me any different and that's all that matters. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, and then I, so I went into it with that attitude of like, you know what, I'm just going to go in there. I'm going to kick ass and uh, that's it. And just be happy. And I am. Dude. Yeah. It's been awesome. Yeah. Jesse tearing up over there. <laughs> yeah. Thug tears. <laughs> Damn, that's right. So yeah. Mike, Mike, you follow that. <laughs> um, my, uh, <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm like, I'm okay right now. (laughs) 
I'm, I'm all right. Um, it's been a little, uh, little hectic lately. Um, crime is in the process of looking for a new job. Uh, and so I've been kind of having to, um, tighten up the belt, like make some changes, figure things out. Mm. Um, which it's fine. Like, you know, like no bills are falling behind, nothing like that. It's just like the, the extra, like, let's fuck around and have fun money is kind of, you know, um, so, um, and then of course, you know, like we're out here hustling these cups. So, you know, we're, we're, we're okay. Okay. <laughs> As I say that, I'm like, please order some. Order yeah. some cups. Um, please. and then, uh, yeah, but it's just been like last week I was fighting being sick all week. And then, um, cause everybody else in the house got sick. And then by the end of the week, I was like, oh, I'm starting to feel kind of shitty. And I ended up taking like COVID tests just like to make sure, you know, mm-hmm. like for negative COVID tests, like still, still haven't gotten it to this day. Really? Yeah. Oh, like, man, you're like, believe harder. All these times that I, <laughs> all these times that I think that I had COVID, it's always come back as negative. So I'm like, yeah, okay, I guess not. Um, and then, you know, like just kind of pushed through the weekend and ended up getting to just like hang out at home yesterday and catch up on like all the shit that I haven't been doing. So it's been like a, a little little roller coaster, but overall, like in the big scheme of things, I'm good. Like I'm keeping it positive, keeping it moving. You know, yeah. Uh, shit like this is fun, so it gets a nice little break from everything. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing well. I feel like uh, this. I feel like last week was like busy for me, but it was like fun, like easy. It was like easy busy. Like I've. I'm starting to hang of making shorts for the for the podcast, which it takes time for me. <laughs> and then um, I decided on my own basically to start making like lyric videos to post for Instagram for no bragging rights, mm-hmm. just to kind of build, I don't know, moment or try to build momentum for the these shows in April. And then uh, I like today I don't, the guys from no brand this is the first time I'm announcing this, but like. I have a YouTube page now for for the no bra- for no bragging rights, and I'm making one for. I think Bursi has one, but you I'm guys make just one. now made a no bragging well, rights YouTube. Page? No, no, we have one, but uh, it's like the last video we posted was from like nine years ago. Mm. So, because all our videos that released are there's their pure noise or like yeah or someone else released the, the music video. videos, mm-hmm. but you guys' old tour videos and stuff like that those live yeah. on a channel, right? Yeah, but they can live on my channel. <laughs> <laughs> They can live there. All right. I just I, I just made a new mm. a new page that's gonna be mostly shorts promoting what's coming up. Okay. Like uh weekly kind of thing. And uh you just have the Australia tour. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. And so I just I wanna I wanna yeah, I wanna be act get more active with that and then I got some stuff that I got planned for because uh Burner State, I think we have our own YouTube channel, so I have uh ideas for shorts for that too when that album drops and stuff. So um yeah, I have. Oh yeah, I'm just trying. I'm just have like little things that keep me busy. I have little. I have some. I'm starting to get like a little schedule to do things finally, like show notes. Like I actually have show notes, like consistently now, like the last couple of weeks. And so, I think you I'm good. Grown up. I know. <laughs> so proud. It sounds. It sounds grown up, but like it's like I have. It's like little kid things. Like I'm basically. I'm like. I'm short of like giving myself like stars for shit that I do <laughs> and like achieving when I'm supposed to do something. Dude, I'll put a board in this corner over here <laughs> to give you gold stars. Yeah. Mike did 10 shorts this week. Yeah. Like a little potty chart. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, but Dude, uh, you, you know what you should do for Burner State, for the Burner State Shorts channel? And then uh, 
you know, TM, TM, walking blind on this. Mm -hmm. uh, we should do like a, you remember you, you play Tony Hawk and you get to select your skater and you know, do the, they'd be sitting there posing. Uh, we should do that, but for all of Ty's show outfits, ooh. right? And then just rotate through and then it'll be like, oh, here's this week's show outfit and then post videos from the, sh the show. <laughs> Dude, he's got, that's pretty rad. I've, it's been a long time. Cause I feel like as as adults, someone will have like you know cool shoes or a jacket. Yeah. Be like, oh, it's cool. Ty Ty has stuff, and I'm like, I haven't felt jealousy like this since I was like a little kid. <laughs> like his his Wakanda Forever jacket. No, Wakanda Forever jacket's hard. I was yeah. like, I want that on my body. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want that. <clears throat> but, yeah, no, I'm being good. Um, been uh, jump roping is a. Uh, I I had been off it long enough to the point where like I'm I'm in the sore stages again, which kind of sucks. Are you using the mask stuff? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Actually, so this this is gonna come up and okay later Sorry, on, but uh, but yes, yes, I'm using the mask. Stick to the program, Justin. Sorry. <laughs> he only made he notes worked for on himself. that. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Secret. He like hands them out here. This is what we're talking about. Yeah. I, it's first time. First time that I had like 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 show notes. I was like, Hey, Mike, want me to send you notes? He's like, No. I was like. Okay. <laughs> Well, because like I don't want to, I don't want to sit here and read like, okay, here's what's coming next. Uh, yeah. Just, just hit me with it, dude. Like, yeah, let's go. I was like, all right, fair. So yeah, so yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing well. Um, I think, uh, it's the good kind of busy, and it's all exciting. It's all leading. It's all heading somewhere. Uh, April will be crazy but fun, and uh, yeah, just kind of, kind of preparing for it. I want to be, I want to be beyond ready for these shows. Cause we met, we we talked last week. I think it was. And how I was prepared, I prepared myself so that I was like ready to play the shows, and I and I was, I was like, I was good vocally. I, was, I felt, I felt, felt okay. Um, you know, I felt, you know, okay during the shows and stuff. But it wasn't until after those shows, like the next day, like that we had our last show on Sunday. On Monday, I was like in tour mode, and I was like ready. I was like, fuck, this is how I, I should. <laughs> I would have liked to have come in to this. So. I'm gonna to try to get myself there for the, for these shows. Uh, the good thing is, that at least like after your you know weekend, like the chain weekend in Vegas weekend, then you go straight into tour pretty much. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's not that much of a gap. Yeah. So um, it should be easy to kind of maintain through that. I hope so. Yeah. I owe, I owe us, I owe Sydney, Sydney. Uh, so when we our first time going out there, there was two nights two or three nights where we did uh, a matinee uh, under 18 show and then the 18 over show. So two sets, which is pretty rough. The first set, my voice is already gone. Ooh. Like not gone in the sense that like normally gone for me, I can get away with because if I, if my notes aren't necessarily there, I can at least like screech enough on some of my high ones and then just go into screaming anyway. And I can get it. This was nothing was coming out. No screams, oh, nothing. So I was like relying on like the one dude to like New York, <laughs> New York songs like every now and then be like, <laughs> come, here, come here, fly. But um, so yeah, that was that was in Sydney, you know, the place in Australia, and the I place you needed to bring your A game. Completely shit the bed. Fuck. So I'm, I'm, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm on a mission to like redeem myself. So. So for all our Sydney listeners, if you came to that show and you were disappointed with Mike. <laughs> I was disappointed in me too. <laughs> He's going to at least attempt to make it up to you. Yeah. No promises though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, 
I have some some questions for you, right. for you, Justin. I can't see that far, so you don't have to hide it from me. <laughs> I, know, I, I, I can uh, I can barely. I think he it. dropped his phone, but he just played it off really well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first first couple questions will be will be band related questions. All right. So uh, for uh, for anyone who doesn't know, um, you are the vocalist for Codename Rocky. Yep. But you are not the original vocal vocalist. Correct. And so my question is. What was what was the most difficult part about coming into an already established band? Was it, you know, was it learning the songs? Was it uh, the dynamic? Because from what I've known you in your bands, maybe aside from from Knockout, I've always known you as point guy. Mm-hmm. Like you're the things go through you. Right. So in that sense, like what what was it like coming into a band that was already established? It was different. Um, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed not being the point guy mm. for once, you know, yeah, nice. you know, and, and you're right. In knockout, I wasn't, everything went through Jared. Mm. And that's where I got my first taste of like, I can just show up and play. Like, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> so when, uh, Codename came about, that was the big, you know, thing was, okay, I'm not, I'm not that. All I have to do is learn the songs, but I've been a fan since I was 13. I've known a lot of those guys mm. since then, all the original guys. And so I actually DM'd, Dan, the original singer and guitar player, like, you know, hey man, they're asking me to do this. Like, are you, are you, I wanted to like the Godfather's blessing. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. Know? And he was like, hell yeah, man. Like, he was so pumped that it was like me of all people. And cool. he knew me for so long and stuff like that. So it really wasn't a question of like learning the songs. It was just like, okay, I knew the guys outside of the band, but you guys are both in bands, like way different when you're, yeah. it's time to get to work. Yeah. Know? And, uh, that I would say that's been the hardest part because we work different, you know, but like, you know, we had that EP that came out last year. Mm. Um, we worked different, but the end product was sounded like Codename Rocky, mm-hmm. but a whole different Codename Rocky, we were, you know, it, yeah. it didn't sound like, um, you know, the old Codename Rocky, which I'm super proud of. I'm proud that we got to keep kind of the sound mm-hmm. without, you know, losing all that, but still, you know, changed because we're, yeah. we're different. It's yeah. a different guitar player. I'm obviously a different voice. Dan, the original singer, sings so much higher than me. That was the hard part was uh, trying. There's certain songs we just can't do because I, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I also think that's really important too when a new singer comes in though is like, hey, define the sound between uh, like, you know, mm-hmm. the, the old sound and then what's new moving forward. Sure. We still respect the, you know, what the band is and what mm-hmm. it was, whatever, but like, like you're not him, right? right? You still, you still have the ability to be your own person playing in this band. And that's, I think that's a huge thing that a lot of people kind of miss, like kind of drop the ball on. They're like, Oh, I need to sound like that. Yeah. I need it, to sound like it used to. It's not karaoke. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, and the guys were actually like day one, they were like, don't, don't be Dan, be you. Yeah. You know, and which was a huge weight off my shoulders. Like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm just going to come in and I'm going to sing and we'll see how it goes, you know? And what, I think uh, five years later now, you know, Dang, still around. Yeah. Dang. Dang. Yeah, I think this is year six that we're just starting in right now. A uh, little side tangent. Uh, so we were talking about knockout. Now, remind me, I might be wrong, but was it not knockout that you guys were recording vocals for? When uh, when when Mike got dropped off at my house at four in the morning, I knew, I knew this. Oh I knew, no, that would have been. I knew this was going to happen. That was a knockout. That was uh, Evil Destruction. Oh. Was another ska band that I was. Was in. it Evil Destruction? No, I'm talking like long. So time ago. I was in Evil Destruction before I was in Knockout. Okay. And then I was in Knockout 
and then Eve Destruction came back after okay. I was out of knockout. Mm-hmm. And that's what like Chris joined and 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 Steve and, and that kind of stuff. But so this was the original like demo days. Uh, we were, like, the look of embarrassment on his face. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, I'm I'm telling. I'm good. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. It's all right. Safe, so, safe space. <laughs> Mike, a long time ago, just... runs in the bathroom to go throw up, but didn't lift up the toilet seat. <laughs> So, like, not just like the seat, like you sit on, but the lid, the lid, and just puts his hands on the wall and starts puking onto a lid, and it just starts like uh, a spoon in the sink, man. It just starts going. <laughs> Refused to get on his knees. Oh man, that was fun though. It was a fun oh, night. We had them come for gang vocals. We yeah. Were doing some weird did we background. record gang vocals? Yeah. We did? Okay. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> so so the aftermath of that was after they left there, I'm asleep in my apartment and I just hear like, because my our front door was like right here. My room was right here. Okay. So I'm asleep and I just hear like <laughs> on my window of all things. And I'm like, what? And i like, oh, what's going on? I look, it's Martin. What the fuck is happening? Right? So I go open the door. I need you to help me with Mike. What? <laughs> go downstairs. Mike's in the passenger seat of the car with a bag that he just decides that he wants on his face. So we're like, no, 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 don't do that. And he's like, like, like he's using it as a blanket, like trying to cover his face. Like, no, 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 don't do that. And then Martin, like, we're like, hey, can we bring him upstairs? I'm like, and do what? <laughs> you just bring him upstairs. So we just put him on the couch and poor Mike, like, clueless, right? Like, I just put a trash can next to the couch, like made sure that he wasn't going to suffocate himself with this plastic <laughs> bag. bag. And then I went back to sleep. He wakes up the next morning and he like, you know, you wake up in a new place and you're just lost. Right? Yeah. He woke up and like, was just so confused. And then he's looking at me like, not saying anything, not really saying much. I'm like, you okay? And he's like, how did you weren't there last night? How did I get here? There's some pieces missing. <laughs> And I don't remember what happened after that. I don't remember if like we ate or you know, you ended up getting a ride home because Martin left you there. That's yeah. awesome. Martin went home, and this is like ten years ago. Yeah, this is a long time ago. It, oh, way more than that, actually. actually it had to be like more 15, than that. Yeah, because Ileana's eleven. I wasn't even married then. This was probably like what two thousand seven. Probably the tail end there, yeah. of two thousand seven. And all this time, and there's a whole side <laughs> of the story that I'm just now hearing. That's awesome. I never knew about your house after. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's. Good, good times. And then, like, I'm like the next day, every, we're all piecing the story together, and they're just like, Mike gets on his knees for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember Mike like, always had a drink in his hand, and then the studio had, remember that big bottle of Johnny Walker? I remember that. <laughs> it, honestly, it's like, it oh, was so big thing. that it was on like a, a, like a little rocker, and you just turned it from the bottom to pour. Poured, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. And so Mike was hitting that, and he just kept telling me, like, NBR doesn't have this much fun recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, yeah, man, glad so you're good. having a good time. <laughs> NBR is so serious. <laughs> oh, man, so that's, that, yeah, like 15 years ago? Yeah, it's like got to be. No. Got to be, at least, yeah, because uh, Andre and I were together, but we weren't definitely No, no kids yet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've been together 16 years, so it's probably, like, right around those early... Yeah early days it's good times wild times <laughs> <laughs> it was like can we do guest vocals we'll have pizza and beer 
<laughs> Rad. We'll be there. Wake up in Riverside the next morning, like, what the yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that was uh, that was fun. I didn't have those recordings. The the group vocals came out great. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't one voice trailing off. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, it was good because part of it was supposed to sound like a bar, like yeah, chant type mm-hmm. thing. And so we did like ten tracks of like five drunk assholes. <laughs> just like I think we did one track of just us clinking our glasses together. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, studio magic. Yeah. Damn, it's authentic. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's the real deal. All right, we can go we can go back to your list, Mike. <laughs> oh, all right. Um that threw me off a little bit. So uh and then you know, mental health podcast. So <laughs> So um, a lot, a lot of a lot of people who aren't in, in music or in bands may may not realize that when you're in a band, um, things fall apart as far as like shows that you think are going to happen or showing up to venue and the venue doesn't know you're coming, or you know just <laughs> yeah. the the oh sorry I turned the air on okay. a little a little hot in here um, that it's from me it's from my embarrassment of my <laughs> Mike's embarrassment is radiating this way. <laughs> He wasn't so brown, he'd be red. Yeah. <laughs> That's a reflection of my shirt. Um, and so, uh, so something I, I kind of want to make a point to ask um, musicians or anyone who who isn't a, a a field where failure just it just happens. We just mm-hmm. or just things falling apart. So, what is something that you find that you're like you're uh, like how how do you what do you what do you do to handle like bad news, like what's been your, and this could be, I guess, for anything professionally or like, how do you deal with, uh, disappointment or Ooh, that's a good one. Um, it used to be drinking mm-hmm. and that's, that wasn't good. <laughs> it turned out, turned out that wasn't the best yeah. plan. <laughs> Weird. Um, but, uh, anymore, honestly, and in, in the last 10 plus years, it's been just surround myself with my family my kids, you know, it, it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. And you have these little kids that are just happy that you're, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And happy that you're there and it's hard to be mad, you know, mm-hmm. at that, you know, especially with girls. Um, and obviously I don't know the, the difference if it was a boy, but, mm-hmm. um, just the love that I surround myself with them. And, um, like I said, Andrea is the first person to talk me off any ledge you know but she also knows like okay now's not the right time to talk to him <laughs> like because you know i'll snap at her yeah, like, yeah, and she knows like i don't i don't mean it. it's not mm-hmm. meant yeah. for you yeah. exactly so um that's awesome she just knows like i'm gonna let you uh punch yourself out real quick yeah, exactly. and then i can come in and, and i'll just pick up the pieces mm-hmm. but uh no really it's just family surround myself with family and just loved ones doing something like this you know what i mean yeah. like long day at work and it wasn't an overly stressful day, but all day I was like, I'm gonna go hang out with the boys tonight. Yeah. And, you know, BS on you know, and just have fun. So it's just even when uh you know, you know, you you get hit with something like that, there's always people. You know, I try and just surround myself with people that make me feel good about myself. Yeah. And and to piggyback off that, like what do, do you feel like your approach and dynamic for music changed once you had kids? Or do you feel like it, like everything, the mentality and the mindset was still the same. It's just now, you know, you have more on your plate. Yeah. No, I, I, that's a good question. 
I don't know that my mentality necessarily changed because I feel like, you know, when you're writing, when you're playing, like you're, if you're not all in, then why? Yeah. Right. You know, right. what, what are you doing? You know, and, and you're not helping yourself. You're not, it's not fair, dude. I got, I'm in a ska band. There's seven more people besides yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The so, whole, whole roster. Exactly. Yeah. So like, that's always kind of been my thing with music is I don't want to let the rest of the people down, you, you know, and, and adding kids that's like well shit now i don't want to let them down either like yeah. it's it's a lot to balance but um I, I i know i it's probably the third or fourth time i've said this but i keep going back to andrea she she does it all you know she the girls are in dance six days a week hmm. and they're there so much that andrea was finally like hey why don't i just kind of work here <laughs> yeah. since, since i'm here so much and oh, she's sick. always done like accounting work yeah. so she does all their books and stuff now sick and yeah. you know it it helps um, with their tuition and all that kind of stuff. But she's always there to, you know, I run it by her. Hey, I got this going on. I got mm -hmm. that going on. And are, are, are we good as a family? Like we don't have anything going on and yeah. you're cool. Like for me to go do that, yeah, yeah. you know, and, um, very rarely is it like, eh, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. or, or she'll know, like, you're not really feeling that, that show. Are you yeah. <laughs> like, she's like ah, okay, we're busy. All right. <laughs> That's, that's that doesn't happen in Codename Rocky though. <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting. <clears throat> Dude, and yeah, and then uh, to pull like the kind of small world uh, together, we were talking about it earlier. Eva Destruction, your bass player, yep, handled the electrical here in the in the fucking little studio. Yep, yeah, Mendoza yeah. at your service. Yeah, yeah so. he does all my handyman work at the house too. <laughs> She's <just> sick. <laughs> guy's awesome. Can fix anything. <clears throat> Um, and then uh, I think it's kind of your last music one. Uh, what's your, and this ties into the mask. Do you, do you have any, uh, what's like your pre-show preparation being a vocalist? Oh man. Okay. So that's, yeah, the mask. Mm -hmm. So uh, altitude mask. I have, um, so you, you both have never got COVID? No. Okay. Still to this day. Yeah. So I had the OG COVID, right? The, the bad first, one. yeah, the bad one. Yeah. I had really sick. And um, still, three years later, have some long COVID stuff that I'm dealing with. Um, not as bad as it was, but I had like early signs of uh, arthritis in my hips before COVID. Mm. And the COVID just like pushed it at like full blown arthritis. So mm. I can't, I say all that to say this, I can't run. I can't do all that kind of stuff for long periods of time. So like, what can I do to build like lung capacity? Mm. So I bought... Uh, um, the altitude mask mm -hmm. and an elliptical and I can do it for like 10, 15 minutes. But with that mask on, it's like running for half hour, 40 minutes. Yeah. So I do that. Um, I make the, a playlist on my phone of whatever our set list is going to be. And I, that's pretty much what I listen to like the week of the show, make sure I'm not forgetting any words, especially if we're gonna like mixing a new song that we haven't done yeah. in a while. Um, you know, do stuff like that. Um, and then day of the show, I just, Try and stay busy. Try and keep my mind off of like, especially if it's like a big show, mm -hmm. you know, like that voodoo one at, at Concert Lodge you guys came to. Like that was, that was a fun show. And I knew yeah. it was going to be like, it was voodoo's first hometown show in a long time mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So like just try and stay busy. Luckily it was on a Friday. So I was working that day and then have to drive out to Riverside and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, the altitude mask and the elliptical has been key. Um, we have some shows coming up. I'm kind of bummed. I wanted to go to the chain show. For you guys, I know, I saw, we're at the concert <laughs> lounge uh, that night, and then we're at uh, D Piazza's the next night. So, those kind of we were going back and forth: are, are we going to be able to do those or not do those? 
And then they're like, oh, we're going to do I'm like, shit. <laughs> Stop <laughs> running. <laughs> so uh, last <clears throat> week started back on, you know, back getting ready and I'll be ready for the shows. It'll be fun. Yeah. So what do ha- you do? Have you, so I've been, I would do the mask. Uh, jump rope has been like my, I uh, started for the last the October uh, weekend thing we did. I started to do jump roping, which I felt was very helpful. Uh, this time around, I'm doing jump roping, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna do also some jogging on the yeah. on the treadmill, but all in the mask. Yeah. Uh, so what I what I was doing with with the mask, and I do this um, sometimes on my way when I'm driving to the driving here, or just in general, I have it in my car. Uh, I sing with it on. Do you ever sing with it? No, but that's a good idea. Dude. In the car, you just want to look like Bane. <laughs> Which must look, I look fucking awful. batshit. Right? <laughs> like driving. I look cool as fuck. Because <laughs> I have one of those masks too. And he was like, yeah, just sing in your car with it. I was like, it's a little different for you and for me because like you're actually singing. Yeah. I'm well, like. People don't know that. Screaming at fucking <laughs> traffic next to me. Uh, you know. What I what I love about it is especially like I'll even, I'll even do um like. It, whatever we talk about on the show, I walk around my my uh, the island in my kitchen, yeah. just in the mask. You walk the island. I walk we'll the just island. We walk the island, and I'll be walking it. And as I'm walking it, I'll I'll do I'll do uh, I'll do like scales or warm ups, mm. um, and uh, and I, I love it because it like it muffles everything, so it's not loud. I'm not like interrupting people, and I like that it, you know it forces you to take those like those those uh, quick breaths, which like is and as you do it too with fast lyrics it's like you have to be able to yep. take it take it in mm-hmm. and uh i feel like when you have the elevation mask and you sing with it it really helps you take in those like quick strong breaths so yeah I, if you haven't tried singing with it i would i would try, try it, it feels weird but it's what about you because you're not as like full-time singing so you it's got to be i i in a show shape i shit the bed in october <laughs> i would thousand percent i i I will, uh, by the time we hit like the Alma, mm-hmm. I was dead already. Like I was, I, and I think Mike knew this. Uh, I was literally having like a panic attack before we went on stage and because I was like the first night. Okay. So a little kind of to backpedal a little bit, Spokane like ripped, but I was so emotional because my dog had died uh, literally like, right before, literally right, before. right before the set that I just fucking like threw Throw all my training out the window, right? And I just <laughs> like let everything go. Mm. And then I knew that night I was like, I fucked myself. Like I just completely fucked myself. Um, <clears throat> so then it was just like literally just a mission to just survive for the next few days. Yeah. Um, but like I was just like, you know what? Like normally, normally I'm like, I have the treadmill in the garage. I'm on the treadmill. I'll jump rope. I got an elevation mask like a week before those shows mm. and started. You know, like. Cause I used to box in one of those and that was like, you, you're on the verge of passing out, Yeah, you know? Um, and then, so like pretty much for me, I kind of do like the, uh, it's a little bit harder because I like, because the bands that I've played in are all like straight screaming stuff. Um, but I used to follow like the outcast method, right? Like you get out there and you just rap your verses mm. and like you run and rap your verses or you jump rope and rap your verses like just so that you get to a point where it comes so fluidly that you're not even thinking about mm-hmm. it <clears throat> but i didn't give myself enough time to do that because yeah. i was like i got this it's you know it's only been 10 years since we <laughs> you know, like hit the road for a few days um but yeah i think now i'm more kind of like conscious and aware of it and um 
you know, but same thing, like jump roping, running, and just trying to like, even just like talk out verses of the songs. Yeah. Cause for me, it's a little less like, I don't have to worry too much about really hitting notes or anything like that. It's just, yeah. You gotta have the yeah. capacity. <laughs> yeah. Just survive for a yeah. little bit. But, um, See, but the thing, thing for me was for those shows, I, I got I got through them. Like it was like I didn't really have too many issues as far as uh, like I was obviously tired, but I wasn't I was I was still good. The amount of training that I did for that, though, like the <clears throat> jump roping, I was even doing the set in like my like my 50 pound weighted vest. Mm. Like you would think that everything I was doing that I'd be doing like spin kicks and backflips. <laughs> yeah. But it was like that was what got me to like just get through the, sh- the set fine. <laughs> like. The, one, of, one of the cool pictures that we got from the show of me and Mike like on stage um, I was so close to putting my hands on my <laughs> knees for that picture but I just happened to just suck it up and luckily we got a cool yeah, shot a but cool picture. I was real close to just being like <sighs> I laid down on stage one time because my, my back started hurting me so bad oh, no. it was a daytime show during the summer and it was just hot and I'd been drinking all day and like we played like kind of late afternoon early evening and I was just didn't realize how dehydrated I was and all of a sudden my back started cramping up oh. and I was just on stage and I just laid down and started singing <laughs> that's impressive though people lay down so. yeah no you were there it was at uh oh the the uh I forget what it's called now uh ska something uh, the, was, like, the parking lot thing we played real big fish yeah I think that was my first time seeing you live oh yeah probably with Cody and Rocky yeah, yeah. Dude, but it is impressive that you were able to sing like laying on your back because for our vocal lessons, there was one, I forget what it was, something, uh, some note I wasn't hitting when I was singing and Wendy was like, lay down. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? And she was like, lay down, lay down and do it. Like do it from there. And I was like, okay. And of course, like I'm laying down and they're all like standing around me. And I was like, <laughs> but yeah, there's, I was you got a lot of respect for you for that. Obviously. That's that's hard. Yeah, no, it, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> I couldn't stand anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah. All right. Now these are just like parenting Ooh. parenting questions. Uh-oh. Actually, this is more of a this kind of a fun one. And I think you, in a way, I, you, maybe you kind of answered it. So of your of your three daughters, who's so, your favorite? Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> So I, I heard this, and when I heard it, I completely ignored it until I was like, oh, that's literally my family. And it's uh, it's the older sibling follows the father. The younger sibling follows follows the mother. Mm-hmm. My brother my brother is a pastor, like my dad. My mom was a social worker, and I went to social work. So it was. I was like, oh, I guess that kind of makes sense. Who of your three daughters could you see fronting a band? Oh, man. That's hard because Ileana right now is the – kind of the main performer, right? Mm-hmm. She right. does her solos and stuff like that. The other girls are going to, or they're working towards their solos with mm-hmm. dance and stuff. But the two young girls take vocal lessons every Saturday. Oh, cool. So, Shit. And I cannot stop them from singing around the house. Either one of them. <laughs> so that's a tough one. Cause I could honestly like. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Make an argument for all of them to, to front a band. What if they start a band? All of them. So yeah. we call them P3, right? Pecan 3. And um, they talk about it all the time. So Ileana's learning trombone at school. So in fifth grade, they do um, like intro to band Mm -hmm. and there's like a limited number of instruments that you can pick from. And my brother plays trombone. So when she came home and was like, I'm going to learn how to play trombone. I'm like, sweet. I don't have to buy one. I don't have to rent one. (laughs) (laughs) My brother's got three. So um, now uh, in the old ska band, uh, Save Ferris, he's now in a band called Bite Me Bambi. Uh, Their trombone player is T-Bone Willie. So now... Ileana goes by T-Bone Illy. That's <laughs> so <laughs> sick. Yeah. So that's her her thing. But the other girls, they love, they'll pick up like a little toy guitar and they'll play and sing songs and stuff. And so dude, I could, I would love to see like all three of them. Dude. Oh, that's so fun. That would be rad. And cool. you you said uh, Ileana wants to do stand-up comedy, right? Yeah. Has she has she been to stand-up shows or have you no, taken I, her? We, we watch like the specials. Okay. You know, the ones that we can watch yeah. with an 11 year old girl, um, you know, like Gabriel Iglesias or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, we've watched that. Uh, and she, she loves it. Dude. That's, and, cause, cause that's, I, I feel like stand up is probably uh, a step above performing in a band in a way when it comes to like nerve wracking. Oh, dude. Oh yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> just because like you bomb you, that's, there's no one to save you yeah. at that point. You know, there's no drummer behind you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, yeah. When you start filling the crowd, uh, the next one's called. Uh, <laughs> like, Abort. I I can honestly say like uh, 99.9 percent of the like serious projects I've played in, I've had enough pe- like good people around me that if I shit the bed, like it's still decent. Yep. You know, but yeah, standing alone by yourself. Yeah. No, it's I'm terrifying. I, I hear you there. Yeah. No, but. Uh, she she loves she like i keep you know we'll ask her every so often you just want to be a comedian oh yeah all right she tells jokes around the house and you know just little things but no she's she can be pretty funny that's awesome dude that's awesome uh-huh. still didn't answer the favorite question but we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's for after <laughs> <laughs> so for um you know another parenting one okay uh what 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 are some like non-negotiables that you have or or maybe maybe you don't have anymore because you're getting older but like um like diet like is it you know no sodas or have to be in bed by this time or like just something that that you've had to instill in your girls um that's a good one we're always pretty strict on bedtime but now with their dance schedules Mm -hmm. like sometimes they don't get home till after bedtime so Mm -hmm. it's like I can't really be mad at that. We don't make the schedule. The dance studio says like, this is when the classes are. Yeah. So this is when we have to be there, you know? So, um, uh, 
but we're pretty good ab- about what they eat and drink. They're not a lot of so I don't drink soda really. Mm. Andrea doesn't really drink a lot of soda, so it's like if we have any, it's usually like after a party. You know, yeah. it's like mm. leftovers. Leftovers. Yeah. 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 So that's when the girls like take advantage. But they know like on the weekend they can ask. You know, can I have a sprite or a coke or whatever? And if there's out there, then all right. But during the week, like no sodas. We do as many home cooked meals. You know, during the weekdays as, as possible and. Um, it's hard to have like an actual sit down family meal because of their dance schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, so we usually try and make like Sundays, you know, sit around the table. Um, I call it uh, soundtrack Sundays. I'll put a vinyl on and we'll listen to it front Ooh, to back during dinner. You know, it's kind of sick. background music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, gee, I just want them to enjoy music. You know, yeah. I mean, music was always a big part of my life. My dad's a guitar player. My dad's always played in bands. My mom loves music. She wanted to name me Robert because Robert Plant is her favorite Sick. from Led Zeppelin. <laughs> so um, I'm glad I'm not. My father-in-law's name is Robert. My brother-in-law's <laughs> name is Robert. So kind of worked out better. Mm. Um, but yeah, music's always been such a huge part of my life. Like I want my kids to be around that too because it's such a great escape. And yeah. you know, you know, mental health podcast, it's a mental health yeah. release you know in so many levels and it doesn't matter what kind of music you listen to even if you unfortunately listen to country or something you know <laughs> hey man there's there's some bangers out there okay <laughs> there do uh take your word for it do uh chris and you kind of turn around some of the, like the i guess newer countries. newer country yeah mm-hmm. I, I i will admit that that like with the exception of uh, maybe a couple songs like old school country doesn't really do it for me mm-hmm. okay. but some of the newer stuff i'm like Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm really See, I would rather listen to the old school country because to me, it's more like that, it's that's genuine. more the style. It's yeah. genuine. Maybe it just feels less racist to me now. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, there's, there's. We've put we put you onto some country, mm-hmm. um, but then again, I guess it leans more towards pop than anything else. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. Well, freaking uh, the one that I really got to was uh, Mitchell Tenpenny. Yeah. And then he does a song with State Champs now? Yep. Huh. Yep. Uh, That's interesting. All right. So now, get your dad on this show. <laughs> dude, he'd be, a, he'd be a fun one. Yeah. Well, would he get in trouble with some of the... My no, dad? your dad. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about your dad. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to get My dad's coming. My dad's, my dad's coming. Oh, my dad would do it. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude. All right. So this is where we're going to go. We kind of talked about this a little bit. Okay. Um, on Saturday, we were part of our oh, yeah. uh, our fantasy baseball. Which how, what year is this? Oh, it's two thousand twenty. How many have been doing yeah. this? The league? I don't know. Quite a while. So I think I, think about I think it. we're <laughs> at least nine. No, no. At, I think we're we've probably done the ten year mark. At least for me being in it, because I I I won in two thousand and fourteen. He did. He sent us a picture of who drafted the your trophy. team, Mike. The Lord. <laughs> The Lord, the Lord picked my, my team. even at the draft. The Lord picked the computer just auto drafted for him. When we, it's happened a couple times, and my excuse was Chris would always, like I, I, I was touring, my my schedule's set, and so like Chris would be like, "Hey, we're gonna do it this time." I'm like, "I'm I'm playing that night," or like, "Can yeah. we do it early?" And he's like, "He's like, no, we'll do it at 7 I'm like, "I'm like the show is full swing at seven, yeah. or whatever." I can't do this. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, <laughs> no biggie. And then, um, yeah. So that was two thousand. That was two thousand fourteen, and I think I won it. Maybe the third year we did it. So okay. maybe we've been doing it longer. Eleven years. Yeah, it, it's been a while for sure. 
I was pretty happy that they changed that Chris changed the the format this year mm-hmm. because I won last year and in mm-hmm. order to win I traded away like my first five picks for, <laughs> for this coming year and then Chris is like oh we're gonna change everything and reset and blah blah I was like yeah. that's a great idea dude <laughs> yeah. yeah we this was the first our first time doing an auction draft yeah it was tough which uh it was it was tough um I feel we were talking about it and how you went in kind of unprepared and probably said, did about basically how I did super prepared or at least prepared in my own way. I spent hours, hours trying to one, understand what the hell is an auction draft. How does it work? Strategies to it. Mm-hmm. And all the strategies I learned kind of went out the window with how everybody was <laughs> making bidding in the first round. I like set like, set like a, a good scale. I was like, I'm not gonna spend more than 50. And then like everyone out the gates, like 55, like 53, like all these like crazy numbers. And I'm like, all our, all the top players are getting taken How out. How much you spend for Mike Trout, Mike? <laughs> it was a steal. <laughs> no. Uh, so they had, they had uh, Mike Trout, like I think his like, his average cost was between, it was like 30 to like 35 or something. Yeah, something like, something that. like that. I paid 59. <laughs> And would have been way less. If, it would have uh, been way less <laughs> if, if Justin didn't jump in the mix. Over. Dude, I knew Mike wanted Mike Trout. He always wants Mike Trout. I always, and always. So I, I, he wasn't even on my like radar for for wanting him. So every time Mike would bid, I would just bid an extra dollar. And I can, I can feel it. I can feel it. But I don't. His, you know, he's not in front of me. I can't be like Justin. Stop! I know what you're doing. And I was telling Andrea, I was doing it while I was doing it. And she's like, well, what happens if like he stops? Like, well, then I get my trout. Like, it's, yeah. it's not the end of the world. You know? It's not the worst thing that could happen. He hit $59. I was like, I'm not paying $60. And that's what I said too. But then also, yeah, I was so pot committed at that point. And like, and he wasn't even like, he, he was like pretty down the line. Like we had seen like pretty much a lot of the big names were already taken yeah. off the board. And I was surprised. like, fuck dude. So. To be fair, if he's not injured, it's a great pick. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Oh, dude, I, I will always, you know, and, and especially this year, I imagine stolen bases for everyone is going to go up. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I imagine Trout stealing bases again this year with the uh, the bases are are bigger now, too. Yeah, and only pitch two clock, pick off attempts. Only two pick off attempts. Which, pitch clock. Which sidebar, I haven't I haven't asked you or either of you, I guess, mm-hmm. how you feel about the pitch clock. I, I'm, I feel like I'm going to like it. Right now, it's just it's just right now it's more of like a funny thing to see. Yeah, because it's like almost, everybody looks so awkward with it. it. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you because you know you know the pitchers that hate it. Mm-hmm. Batters uh, batters, I'm sure you know don't like it either. But the pitcher, I mean, you're you're going off of your last pitch. Yeah, you know you can't just be like, oh, I'm gonna throw for this batter. I'm gonna just throw two changeups, a fastball. It's like no, like wherever your that pitch was, that's a, then then your next pitch has to be a setup to whatever that last one was. Right. And so to have to go through that quickly. Yeah. The only thing I like about it is the one, the batters that will step out, maybe they didn't even swing the bat and they're adjusting their gloves. They're adjusting mm-hmm. their elbow guard. It's like, you didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just get back in the box and <laughs> let's, let's see. But that's going to fuck a lot of people's rituals up though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. Know, a lot Imagine of no Marcus your pair part. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> he would have been like, Nope. Yeah. He did like the whole everything. Sign of Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just kind of did everything. And it was a Wakanda forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah, so I don't have much of an opinion on it yet. I'd like yeah. to get through the season on it. Mm-hmm. It's been weird as it is. Manny Machado is like, I'm gonna have a lot of like one strike calls. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just the way it's gonna happen. But I don't, I don't think it should end a game. Was the spring training game? Yeah, where dude. Bases loaded, 
full count, bottom of the ninth, like the thing you dream about when you're a kid. Yeah. And then he didn't get in the batter's box in time, so they called it strike three. <laughs> like yeah. that's how you end the game. I don't think they should end the game like that. Yeah, it should be last inning. Just take yeah. it, get rid of it. So we'll see. Um, so far, it's whatever. Yeah, I, I do. I do appreciate the attempts to like, I guess, speed up the game in that sense. Um, dude, I don't know if you have you how much of the Savannah Bananas. I watched like some clips. Of oh yeah. yeah, dude, the rules for that are so yeah. <laughs> Did you see Johnny Damon? Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um. One one of the things that I I really hope I kind I kind of want to see MLB adopt because at first when I heard about it, I was like that's kind of cool is stealing first base yeah so in any pass ball so it could be you can be first pitch if they throw the ball in the dirt it goes to the backstop you can take the first base if you want I didn't it. know that that's yeah. kind of interesting mm-hmm. yeah. so I don't know I kind of I kind of like that all the other ones you know they're a little they're more fun than a little off yeah. practical yeah. um. So yeah, that was But do you think do you think okay, so this is gonna shorten the game, what, 15, 20 minutes? Hmm. MLB's whole reasoning behind it is to try and get more viewers. Do you think that many more people are gonna watch baseball now? No. Because it's no. twenty minutes shorter. No. Exactly. No. So that's like the purist in me like hates it for that reason. Yeah. Like you're not gonna get what you want out of it yeah. by making these changes. If they're making a change that at the end of the day is gonna get them to whatever goal that they want, then I, I can see that. But making all these the player safety rules, I get the bigger bases yeah, yeah. and stuff. I understand that. But the, the pitch clock to shave 15, 20 minutes off a game to try and get more people to watch, like that's not the issue. That's yeah. not the issue. That's not the issue. Right? Exactly. And so yeah, I, I I wish baseball would let uh, it, it, you have so many guys on the roster. Like let them let let their personality shine. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I will say that at, I first really didn't like guys pimping home runs, bat flipping, stuff like that. I I was kind of like, oh, that's that's a bummer, man. You're showing up the pitcher now. You know what? These guys are throwing like a hundred plus, like on the regular. You hit a ball out, do yeah. cartwheels, whatever you want. Yep, do whatever you want, man. I, I I'm the exact same way. I like, hated it. I'm like, you know what? You get one in the ribs next time. You know, whatever. Yeah. But now it's like it's same. Yeah, it's one of the hardest things in life yeah. to do. I think like statistically, it's impossible. They say to yeah. hit a round ball with a round bat yeah. that far, going that fast at that distance, all that stuff, and it's like. Dude, you do that. And as the batter, you have one hit in three at-bats, and those are Hall of Fame yeah. numbers. You know yeah. what I mean? So if you get the best of the pitcher, the better the pitcher, mm-hmm. do whatever you want. One of the things that turned, I remember, started to like like soften my heart in that, it was actually a pitcher celebrating, and it was Chris Archer striking out uh, Miggy, mm-hmm. Miguel Cabrera. And it was a big thing because he he like he struck him out in like like the second inning or first whatever first inning had to be first inning, and was like pumping his arms and was like all pumped as he was getting off the field, and Miguel Cabrera didn't like it. The Tigers didn't like it, and then after the game when they were like talking to Chris Archer, he's like, "I struck out Miguel Cabrera." It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's like I'm 20 years old, whatever. He was like, "I struck out Miguel Cabrera," and I think that kind of everyone was like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's not so bad. Yeah. 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 So I remember, like, for me, that was the that was like my first time being like, that is kind of you know. Yeah. I, I, I imagine, that's got to be kind of an amazing feeling. If you strike out Trout, you should be able to like. This is a big like, deal. Everyone coming, everyone coming home. <laughs> everyone coming home. Everyone picking me up yeah. on your shoulders. <laughs> the middle of the game. Uh, they did that initiative, the let the kids play thing, a couple years ago, where like the commercial and all the 
top trout and bets and all mm-hmm. this, let the kids play let the kids play and i was like you know what it's a freaking kids game it yeah. is dude just because they make a ton of money and it's a huge business but like at the end of the day it's a game that you play as a child yeah. and let the freaking kids play yeah <laughs> yeah all right uh two questions so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna have the hard one first Ooh. and then we can have the fun one um at the end of this trade deadline for this season mm-hmm. is otani and angel Okay, first off, I have an Angels tattoo, okay? I love the Angels mm. with all my heart and soul. I hope he is not an Angel at mm. the end of the season for the fact that they can rebuild so much of the team. They can fill every gap that they have. They can be a competitive team tomorrow, mm. the day out that they after they trade Shohei Otani. You know, so I hope not. The fact that Artie Moreno kept the team I have no faith yeah. <laughs> in in much of anything yeah. anymore. So a, a, as a fan with him staying, that that really uh, got to me. But but before before we started the show, you you did kind of say something like if if Otani goes, we need to clean out somebody's farm, oh, yeah. like farms. Absolutely, and I my whole heart hates the Dodgers. <laughs> That's exactly where I want them to go. Yeah. They have the number one farm, system, farm system in in baseball, and you could get everybody and mm-hmm. wipe out that whole team and they get better. So good for them, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the angels, I mean, get head and shoulders. Yeah. Better. yeah. It's Oops. destroy and rebuild. My, yeah. my, my only, my only fear is that like, I, I'd even, I'd even trade trout and Otani mm-hmm. if it meant angels were competent enough to get back the right pieces. Right. I'm just scared that we won't get the right pieces for them. That's why I say I have, I don't have much faith with yeah. Moreno keeping the team that, I mean, even a trade's going to happen. I would be so disappointed if the season ends, he's still on the team and goes somewhere else. Enough, now yeah. we just used, lost every yeah. opportunity to kind of exploit his talent. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if you can't win it or use it to win championships, use it to rebuild your damn team. Yep. So with Moreno, I don't think that, uh, I don't know that that's going to, I would love to be confident and be like, this is what we're going to do this year. But, I, I I'd love to know the real reason of why he didn't sell. I yeah, uh, I have no idea. I mean, there was people the guy who owns the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, he's an Orange County guy. Tried to buy the Dodgers and got outbid by the Magic Johnson Group. Like he mm-hmm. wants a Southern California baseball team. He bought the Warriors, and what like two years later they started winning championships. Mm-hmm. Like that I was so he went to Catella High School in in Anaheim. Like I was so pumped, and then he said he was going to keep it. Yeah, I, I'm kind of curious why. Yeah. Like, what like it, was it that the numbers weren't looking right? Was it that the fucking is there something else happening behind the scenes that we don't know? That's the weird thing. Yeah. Like because because for them to be like, uh, like literally, like it came from like one day to the next, yep. just going like mm-hmm. we've decided that we're not going to sell. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> okay. That was, that was- Probably, that was probably the hardest baseball <laughs> baseball news for the Angels that I had in a while. Even more than when Trout got hurt, and I was like, "This that stung more." I'm like, I, you know. I remember like getting the notification on my phone and going, "Oh fuck, I gotta text Mike about this." And I went to go text you, and then I got pulled for something for work, and I was like, "Fuck, okay, okay." And then I just never came back to it. <laughs> but no, I was a. Uh... That's probably not in a good place at yeah, that I moment. <laughs> I was trying to do a mental health check on my homie. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> Uh, on a happier note, what's your favorite baseball movie? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's harder than the first question. Um, 
God, because there's so many like, just, like what kind of like there's like the kind of more serious ones yeah. and then, like the fun like, one. dude, like the Sandlot, Sandlot is a, is a yeah. classic. Mm-hmm. Sandlot's a classic. Um, Chris and I bumped into uh, the, what's his name, the great Hambino. I can't remember his, his character. Oh, the catcher. Han, uh, I don't know his real name, but I don't uh, know his real name either. Yeah. But I can't remember his like his character. Porter. Name. Porter. Yeah. We bumped into Porter and uh, the kid who had, and this is coming from me. He had the big ears, um, yes. and then at the end, he always wore like the old school L.A. Angels mm-hmm. hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We saw those two guys at an Angel game one time. We got pictures so of them sick. and stuff. Which yeah. sidebar? Did you ever see their NFL dance thing that they were doing? Uh-huh. Like the the dances for the different theme songs for NFL based on the nights of the week. I'll, I'll pull it up and find it for you. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> Yeah, that's it was, rad. It was good, but yeah, we we bumped into those guys at an angel game and got they were super cool. Took pictures with yeah. us and stuff, and so that was cool. I would, I mean, Sandlot for our age, yeah, you know, yeah. we all want to be Benny the Jet, yeah, hundred percent. I want to be Benny the, the PF Flyers, you yeah. know, Outrun uh, the dog. I mean, just yeah, everything. I I was more probably Smalls than Benny, but <laughs> I identified identified with Benny. <laughs> Even though I didn't have speed or his courage. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> just it's all based on the theme music for each network's like football and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> I gotta send me that. I gotta put the clip. Dude, that's good. Uh, man, you know I hate I hate to say this, but one of my one of my favorite movies is uh Fever Pitch. I've never seen Fever Pitch. Who, that's uh, it's, uh, it's Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Jimmy, I don't Barrymore. like Jimmy Fallon. I can't do Jimmy. Oh, uh, then you won't like. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think I just think it's good because it it it's it's the whole <sighs> like um it's just funny how he like has to break to he has to break it to Drew Barrymore he's dating because they meet and then it's going well and then it's coming into baseball season and he has to tell her like hey like I'm a I'm a Red Sox fan and she's like I know I've seen the Yankee toilet paper. He's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm like, die. Hard. I'm like a really big Red Sox fan, and so like, I don't know. A part of me like identified with caring about something so much that it ruins everything, <laughs> ruins everything else in your life, you know. But um, yeah, I, 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 fever pitch. Okay. If you ever get bored, man, you're not gonna say that. What was the one where like Freddie Prince Jr. I was just that thinking, was... what was the name of that fucking Freddie Prince Jr. movie? Summer, summer ball, summer league, so, summer something, yeah, summer something. Yeah. Yeah. That one was pretty bad. It was real bad. Didn't see that one. Either. It was real bad, but uh, but that's what I thought of when you were saying fever pitch. What about you? It's got to be Sandlot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just, and I'm sure that there's like a you know there's a place in everyone's heart for like Field of Dreams. Yeah, Field of know? Dreams. But I think the major league t- movies. Yeah, the major league movies are amazing. I think it's a it's like you said like I think we were all really young for Major League, but we still yeah. to remember that right. Sandlot was our movie. And then also they were like our age, uh, summer catch. yeah, and uh, uh, summer rookie catch. rookie of the year, <laughs> rookie of the year, was a great one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rookie of the year uh, had a special place in my heart because you know the whole the whole thing is a kid breaks his arm, right? Mm-hmm. I broke my wrist at that same time. Mm. Oh, you're like and this so, is like, gonna happen to me? Yeah, <laughs> and it just turned out my wrist got super weak. <laughs> um, well, fuck all that. Of course, the angels in the outfield yeah. movie. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know. Um, yeah, <laughs> we had the what's his name? Fucking who's the boss? Oh, Tony Danza. Tony Danza, <laughs> yeah, dude. The, Tony Danza. I saw a thing on Instagram and they were like listing like the top 
fictional Dude. movie picturing rotation. <laughs> I, what, did you send me that? I think so. Yeah. Well, it just it was like lineups, right? It was just like it was a lineup one, mm-hmm. and there was a, a a pitching one. Oh, I don't think it's all the pitching one. Okay, so maybe you sent me though the lineup one, one, and then the other one just mm-hmm. algorithm popped up for me. But yeah, he was like I think the number two guy was Sick. Tony Danza. Uh, bench warmers. Uh, bench warmers uh-huh. was good. That was good. Oh, so it was uh, what was the Keanu Reeves one that made everybody cry? Oh, hardball. Uh, Hardball, mm. yeah, mm. and then not really a baseball movie, but basketball. Basketball, oh, that's basketball. Great. <laughs> that's a great movie. Real big fish, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. man. House band. You know, uh, a movie that I've seen on TV, but I've never—I don't think I've ever watched it the whole way through—is uh, Bull Durham. Mm. Or no, 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 The Natural. Sorry. Oh, I've seen The Natural. I was say Bull Durham. I don't think I've ever seen all the way through, mm. but The Natural I've seen. That's a good. One. And then. Uh, yeah, that's not a baseball movies. I it's one of those uh going back in Angels and Outfield, I saw a thing on uh on Instagram and it was just like uh when they when they tell you that Tony Dances dies, basically, <laughs> and you, but you're still like, Yeah, he's gonna go yeah. in and, he's going to win the game for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um shit, what other baseball movies? Oh dude. Uh I know there's Kevin some... Costner, the perfect perfect game. Have you ever seen uh, Eight Men Out? I don't think so. It's, uh, it's, is it the Black Sox? I think it's the Black Sox scandal. It's been a long time since I've seen it. It's a good one though. Dang. Eight. Oh, dude, Moneyball. Oh, Moneyball. yeah. I really, it's funny. Uh, you know, when people watch Moneyball, it kind of has a good downer ending. I'm like, no, don't. <laughs> no, don't. Yeah, that was 2002. 2002. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has a happy ending. It's yeah. just off yeah. camera. That's all. Exactly. That that I I still remember that freaking historic, whatever twenty games in a row. Mm-hmm. I was like, of course the Angels are gonna fucking lose it <laughs> to the A's. We just went on this crazy win streak. That was fun. I so in the last podcast you were talking about how you quit school, yeah, basically for that season. So th- two thousand two, I worked at Angel Stadium, and okay. I worked down like in kind of where. Uh, Who's last week's guest? The guy oh, from Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, mm. like his dad. So mm. yeah, I worked down in there, like restocking stuff, or I'd work like inside the actual. Like I'd made uh, chicken nuggets and stuff like that. Right. right? The concessions. Well, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they made the playoffs, I was like, I'm out, dude. Like I can't watch the games. <laughs> like I'm, I'm working literally every game. I can't mm-hmm. even watch them on TV. But they didn't take my employee ID card, no so shit. I would show up like three hours before the games. And just flash my ID and just go hide in the stadium. <laughs> That's so, amazing. And then just stand and watch watch oh, some of the playoff so games. They didn't awesome. even put like a little TV in like the nothing. Really? Mm-mm. They're to work. Fucking yeah. work for us and don't pay attention to the game. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so it was kind of funny. Like, very similar uh, story. I quit my job for that. One of my ex girlfriends. We haven't been back since, man. Yeah. One of my ex girlfriend's sister was an angel, angel girl. Oh yeah. Uh, Amy's sister. Oh yeah, Alicia. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot that they even have those. You know, like yeah, for baseball, hockey too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One one of the funny, it's not. Sorry. <laughs> you want to reword this? You yeah, wanna... okay, I, I got to think. I'm, I got to wear this. <laughs> Pedal that back. Yeah, I, I mean it's funny, but <laughs> you, okay, so. We're at a game and we're like in the upper deck. I want to say we we're there like with my brother's church, right? Angel game. And a lady falls down the stairs. It's not, it's not funny. But she, <laughs> she, fall, 
she falls down the stairs. Up there, like, oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just get more narrow yeah. and narrow. Yeah. And so she fell, and so of course you know we're like you know get help, and so the uh, and it's like super super serious, like super quiet. Everyone's like, dang, she fell hard. And so um, the medics come up, and one of the medics is my buddy Quirky. And so Quirky's running by, and I'm like, it's Quirky, and our whole sex is like, yeah. <laughs> We're all like cheering for Corky, and he's just kind of like, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> like, it's like, oh, yeah, save this life. But anyway, that's my. Do you remember going to the Angel Game for Chris's birthday with Martin? Yeah. When Martin started throwing up in the stall at the on his hands and knees yeah. in an Angel Stadium oh. stall. <laughs> Wet concrete floors. Oh, and, so just... and this was, I don't think it was the trough days. It had to have been after that. There was no troughs, but it was still pretty <laughs> gross. The troughs were a wild time, man. Yeah. The troughs were a wild era. Have you ever... Just, was, like shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, and, and like nothing. There was... Ice, <laughs> just somebody walks by you and throws <laughs> ice in the middle. I forget where I was, but there was a trough somewhere when I was a kid. I vividly remember it. Maybe like seven or eight years old. And it was a in, circular In the middle trough. of the room. Yeah. Yes. And it was... Everyone's just standing around it. Just hanging out, pee, like, and you're staring, like you can't look anywhere else. Yep. I've tried to tell people about this, and nobody believes me. I'm like, no, for real, like it's just a big, like silver fucking trough in the middle yeah. with ice, and people just stand around it, and all you can do is look each other in the eyes, yeah. because if you look down, you're looking at dicks, right? Yep. So you're just like, the whole, <laughs> or just or looking yeah. at yeah. Dick, you want to see into a man's soul. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's bad. a vulnerable time, man. <laughs> all bad. <laughs> All bad. I don't know. I don't know whose At idea least as a kid, was. I wasn't like that insecure. I was like little enough to where yeah. it didn't really matter. Like, I don't know if I want to do that now. But you're like, you're, you're not, you're like barely tall enough to get yeah. there. Or like, as a kid, you like touch the edge of it. And you're like trying to like, oh, let me get a balance. <laughs> See, and how would you feel like, okay, being our age and there's like a kid across from you? Yeah. Like, that would be fucking Yeah. Weird. There's no, yeah, there's no way. There's Can't no, do it. There's no winning. Or... No. You can't even look in his eyes at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a, I heard a funny thing where uh, I think it was an Angel game or maybe it was a Kings game. No, it was an Angel game. Uh, the small the small little urinal. This guy was peeing next to it, and his buddies were like, "Fucking pedo." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's kind of just now." So now I will never pee next. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. My my favorite the is stripper the stripper pole in the middle. <laughs> My favorite is the, uh, you know that's illegal, right? What? Grown man holding a little man's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Grown man holding a child's penis. <laughs> uh, nice. Man, you got my... man, I think, I mean, as far as my, my hard-hitting questions, <laughs> that's, pretty much, that's pretty much all it was for that. My other ones are, I feel like we kind of went through... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I was, misconceptions about what it's like uh, being that of three girls. What people assume and get right oh, or wrong. You know what? Okay, and this is a, probably a good topic for a mental health podcast. Every person that either I just meet or they ju- when they find out that I have, I'm a dad of three, everyone's like, so when are you going to get to have a boy? Are you going to have a boy? Like it's some sort of... Uh, like, like, not, like I'm not man until I have yeah. boy until I have until I'm must with a, have male seed yeah exactly <laughs> and it's at first it used to like kind of piss me off mm-hmm. and not in like a like oh I wish I had a son kind of way but like a like like why do you care 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I would, at first I'd kind of like joke back, oh, well, three strikes, you're out. You know what I mean? Like, sorry. <laughs> and now I just kind of give it back. I'm like, well, what do you mean? Yeah. Like I try to make them, like make them feel uncomfortable. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, oh, so, so when are you going to have a boy? Well, why do I need a boy? Like, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> tell, tell me, tell me where this is coming from. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, that was always, that's always been like a big thing being a dad yes, of, I, of three I, girls. I thought about that. Yeah. It's always, I, I get that question a lot and it's at this point, it's cool. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, did I ever wish, you know, when she was pregnant, was I like, Oh, I hope it's a boy. Like, of course, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm a guy, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, like talking about earlier, how different all three of them are and stuff. Like I've got, there's a little boy in each one of them. You know I mean? <laughs> That's it came out not the right way. <laughs> I, was, I was trying not to say it because it's like because it's my daughter's. Yeah, this is your daughter. No, but we that, can't make this joke. That came out of my mouth not uh, how I intended it. <laughs> also, Mike, sidebar: take the boy question off the. Off yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, oh, that's it for me, I guess. <laughs> it's getting hot in here again. Yeah. Um, have you guys seen that uh it's like it's like fucked up life hacks or something like that mm-hmm. or and it's like if you're tired of if you're dating if you're with someone and you're tired of people asking when you have kids tell them tell them tell your family that you're pregnant and that you're gonna have that you're expecting and then wait like a couple of weeks and say that you lost the you lost the kid <laughs> oh, so they never bring it up again that's horrible. That is. That's horrible. Yeah. Life facts with Mike Perez. Yeah. Perez. The, the, the other one that when I when I I I've done this, but I've never done this to, to like a like a like a true person, like a true friend of mine or yeah. like a family yeah. member. Uh, it was just random. It was a, a ran, It was like a, it was pretty much a rando, and I was like, how did I get out of this phone call? And so when I saw this, I was like, dude, I've done that. And it's when like if you're on a phone call and you want to get off. You just switch to airplane mode. Airplane mode. And disconnects. It disconnects. Oh, and they can't call you back. Yeah. And it says back connection. So it doesn't it doesn't say call ended. It says call lost or whatever. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's not bad. Why are you looking at me like that, Jesse? No, I really was. It, I was going through a canyon. I told you, Jesse. I was going, I was going through a tunnel. Jesse's like, both of you guys have done this to me. <laughs> He's like, there's no tunnels by your house. Where are we meeting at? Uh-oh. We're... Break, break your break. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, so uh, since since Mike's gone through his uh, his list, mm-hmm. we we can kind of um, finish up with this. What's what's on the uh, horizon for for Codename? Finish up some recordings. Um, we've got four songs. Uh, we wrote sixteen songs during quarantine, so we're just kind of chunking them out. Um, we have. One trumpet left to do. We have two trumpets in the band, a saxophone and a trombone. So uh, one trumpet's left and then kind of cleaning it up, doing some background vocal stuff. Um, and that's it till this one comes out. We have a show um, at Canyon Crest uh, Romanos Sick. Uh, Sick. on uh, April 7th. So, chain show. so is that where the concert lounge is now officially yeah. at now, right? Yep. They're no longer in downtown. Exactly. Yeah. So... It was originally at the Canyon Crest location, mm-hmm. and then it, they got the venue downtown, and now it's back over there. So um, we're doing that. The Bastard Sons, they're a band from uh, Florida. Um, 
good friends. So every time they come around, we always jump on the shows with them. So we get to do it with them. And then Sailor Songbook is uh, Jared. Jared's band. So um, be the three of us at uh, Friday at Canyon Crest and then uh, Deep Piazza's uh, All Ages Matinee Show that Saturday uh, with them. So it'll be, be good. That's all we really have. Um, right now, we're just trying to focus on finishing up these recordings. Yeah. Yeah. It's taking forever, but uh, no, I'm proud of them. It's you like know. that sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, especially like my stuff's all done. Yeah. Like I was one of like, we did guitar, bass, drums and vocals and then it went to horns. So like, I'm just sitting around waiting. Yeah. You know, like, right, come on, come on. You know, it's not even like they're taking too long. It's just, it's been so long since I've done anything. I'm, I'm ready, you know? So I have a question for, for horn stuff. Do they, or at least I guess it doesn't just have to be horns, but for the band, do they like, write out the music for the horn stuff and they or is it all they just kind of like some some do so not everyone that plays a horn like can read music and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. like i guess there's tabs like okay. there's tabs for guitar there's tabs for trumpet and that kind of stuff too so um our new trumpet player lewis he's very versed in reading music and all stuff mm -hmm. like his first show with us he had a ipad with like literal sheet music that he came up with you know to remember and all stuff. The other guys have like their tabs and stuff. Um, but for like the old songs, they've been playing those for 20 plus yeah. years. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's second nature. I'm sure they've forgotten more parts to old songs and you know, all that kind of stuff. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's different. It's, it's honestly like playing with guitar players, like some guitar players, no chords and, or, or read music and some are tabs and yeah. you know, it's, it's not much different than that. That's cool. I was wondering if it's just like, yeah, like you, you just, practice it until you know it yeah then... we do like sectionals so we'll have like the rhythm sectional practice together the horn sectional practice together and then when we have shows to prep for then we'll all play together mm -hmm. but for the most part we really don't practice all together all the time it's usually like vocals and rhythm or just rhythm and just horns and i kind of skate out so, of so do you feel like that. they kind of crew up with each other like oh man it's the fucking horns time right now <laughs> <laughs> not really some uh Maybe sometimes. <laughs> I, I think that's more of a rhythm section thing yeah. than uh, a horn section thing. And the thing with the drummer and the bass player are original members and they've been playing together, whether it's been Codename Rocky or other bands like forever, like since yeah. they were young. So those, I mean, and you want a bass player and a drummer to be pretty yeah. tight, right? So, yeah. Um, those guys seem to team up and sometimes it's, it's it feels like us <laughs> against them. The OGs. Yeah. yeah. The rhythm. Yeah, it was funny. Like, kind of in the beginning, of the first few years, I would kind of be like, oh, well, the original guys are saying this, so I'm just going to kind of step out. And after all, I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I got a voice. I got an opinion. I've been in this band a couple of years now. I've been so. here long enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys don't have to like me all the time anymore. <laughs> just, you can just throw out. It's in the 90s, guys. <laughs> <laughs> My first time seeing Coney Rocky was at Dave's California Skate. Where was that? It's in Riverside. It was a. Uh, Is it Roller City Two Thousand? The same place? No, it was the. It was. It was a. Uh, it was less nice than Roller City Two Thousand. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that could be. Yeah. Yeah. It was a. Uh, they were the. It, I remember they were. They started. There were shows there first, and then Roller City started doing shows. Mm -hmm. So I think Roller City heard about Dave's California Skate doing stuff. Are there and, still roller, or skating rinks? Is, is, is Grand Terrace? Is Grand Terrace skate still open? I think so, but the the Riverside ones are gone. Yeah. Now they're just an ice skating. Yeah. There's uh, Holiday Skate 
in orange by my parents' house. There's a the hockey rink in Corona. Oh yeah, yeah. Off yeah. the ninety one right there, and you can we oh, rented yeah. out like a space for Brooke's birthday party one time. They roller skated. Oh really? We actually funny story. Brooke wanted to go ice skating for her birthday. I think she was like gonna be five or six or something, and so we're like. Oh, there's the skating rink right there. We thought it was an ice rink. But it was a roller rink? Yeah. Because we see like the Ducks logo out there. So that was ice. Well, we show up, like we have our kids all bundled up to like be on the ice. (laughs) And these poor girls are out there like sweating their asses off, (laughs) skating around on roller skates. (laughs) Oh, man. Parenting 101. Yeah. Should have looked into it a little better. That's rad. Very funny. Uh, Grandparents' skating rink is open still. Sick. That's where, I, that's where I began my roller hockey career. Grant Harris? Yeah, we, we uh, I was like 12 or something. And we, we won like our little season. And then I think we won like another tournament type thing. And then we got to play at the the, well, the pond, but the Honda Center now, yeah. whatever. But for roller hockey. Sick. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. It's like playing yeah. Angel Stadium for baseball. Who cares? It's awesome. Yeah, it was rad. It was, it was four. It, when I was young enough to still be excited, there was like the Ducks, kind of, even though I was mm-hmm. a Kings fan. Yeah. Um, yeah, still, when you're a kid, though, and like yeah. professional athletes. You're in a, yeah. you're yeah. In a stadium yeah. or you're in an arena, you know. Yeah. You're not that like jaded and biased yet, yeah. you know, as a, as a kid. That, that was my first time. Because like, I played sports. Like I played baseball growing up and I'd done basketball. And like, you know, in games, you know, as a little kid, you know, yeah, you get tired and stuff, obviously. I remember having moments of like almost hyperventilating because I was like so into it. You get so like, amped. Yeah. I was like, I'm there fucking playing in front of like a, you know, even though there's like, right? it was just parents around the boards and shit, but I remember just being like, so like amped up for that. Yeah. Or like in little league when you first get to play like under the lights at night, yeah. you feel like a big, like, yeah. that's the coolest thing, man. But I was just talking about that at work because one of the guy's kids is playing uh, little league and he's at the age where they're playing night games and stuff now. So sick. His kids are so pumped over it, you know, takes you back. Dude, little kids and their their nice gear and their beautiful <laughs> swings and stuff. We were literally talking about that before the, before the podcast. Yeah. This little eight year old like this like swings like trout from the yeah. left side. <laughs> uh, well, dude, I think we can probably wrap and get some get some yeah, food. Let's go get some food. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. Thank you guys for having me, dude. dude thank you for being here, man. Uh, you want to plug any any socials? Any any? Yeah, we got. Codename Rocky on all the socials, the Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and all that good stuff. Um, that's about it. I got Codename Rocky. <laughs> yeah. For us uh, at Walking Blind Pod, uh, pretty much everywhere, walkingblindpod at gmail.com. Um, you know, uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel because we, we are putting out the shorts. We got some cool shit coming. We got other projects that we keep talking about and keep plan- yeah. trying to film, you know. Uh, you'll also start seeing like a lot more like music sets, live sets and things like yeah. Um, you know, and then uh, make sure you check out uh, Taco Bell's latest menu item. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> one day we're going to get at least a, a free taco voucher from Taco Bell. <laughs> Whatever, it so. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Or like a cease and desist. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah, making us look bad. Like, you guys are embarrassing. <laughs> this is what... Oh, but I didn't. Uh, so last week, uh, Andrew, you know, had come over and Karima had the little chalkboard out. And she's like, so she wrote like Taco Bell, Del Taco. And she did a little tally like on each side. Right. Well, the Amazon delivery driver the <laughs> next morning sent a message like, hey, I'm about to deliver your order. Make sure all dogs and stuff put away. And then after that, I get a second message from Amazon that says 
Taco Bell for my vote. I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> so sick. Yeah. I got, so, so I did a little, the vote thing in, the, in my stories. Yeah. yeah. I got more people that responded to it than actually did the vote. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe it's like, because I grew up in Orange County. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's maybe like an Del Taco is maybe more like an Orange County thing. I don't know. But everyone that I got responded is like, who the hell says Taco Bell? And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I, I will say I will say this, like the diehard California, you know, born and raised, like it's, it's always going to be Del Taco, right? I like, think so. Like it's just a Del Taco thing. But then once you start expanding anywhere past like, the West Coast people are like, oh, well, fucking Taco Bell. It's like yeah. In and Out and yeah. Whataburger. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could see that. Oh, dude, we didn't address. We're sitting with the champion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. You were well, you, we've already, we've yeah. already, yeah, we Justin, we've already celebrated you. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ju- Justin um, saved us a couple bucks on shipping and, yeah, right. came and yeah. picked up his his prize. Picked up my prize. That's right. Yeah. Thank you guys. Go Chiefs. I'm not even a Chiefs fan, but that's, hey, that's what I got. That's so. The way it works around these parts, you know. Went, so. from, went from a loser to the grand winner. Yeah, because I lost. And then right back to a dildo. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. It all comes full circle. <laughs> I got Chargers was my first one. Yeah. That yeah. Did, that didn't end very well. <laughs> it looked really good in the beginning and then uh, after halftime. <laughs> dude, I was, I was starting to believe in my bills, dude. They look, they look good, man. I, I started, I started I gotta, to believe. I got all in this, whatever. I was gonna say I, I, I got a lot of uh, YouTube channels that were New York slash Bills oriented. Mm. Which, dude, football. My goodness, the coverage for it. Oh yeah. Like everything. There's like an offensive, like offensive channel. Anyway, so I've kind of forgot to like unfollow them. And so I keep getting like <laughs> Bills like, notifications hot takes on like New York teams. I'm like, what the fuck. <laughs> All it is, all it is, is how every New York team is how it's like. Oh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get Trout in three years, and we're gonna get Otani this year. I'm like, sure, sure. On that note, yeah, <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.